Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Hello and welcome to today's Lifting Lesson at Lunch. This is Brother Landon. I know that we are not going to be doing a video recording today. Amongst all of the busyness here with the Hope Awakening and uh, some exciting things that are going on here at the church, as well as some of the funerals that will be going on this week, uh, today I just decided to go ahead and do a podcast version without any uh, without any video, and I pray that that'll be okay with you. But today I want to continue our study in the 12 disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do want to clear something up and make it abundantly clear that just because you're saved does not mean that you're a disciple. Just because you're saved does not mean that you're a disciple. The Bible talks about how if a disciple, to be a disciple, you have to take up your cross, deny yourself, and follow him. At salvation, that's not what is required. Simply what's required at salvation is to simply believe the gospel, the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, to, to repent, to change your mind about your sin, to realize that you can't make it to heaven on your own, that sin has separated you from God, and that you can't make it to heaven on your own merit. And you believe the gospel, the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But to be a disciple is after. You see, first you see your salvation. Second, you see your sanctification. That's when God changes you. That's when God makes you more like himself. The Bible talks about how we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. What, what is that them? It's the good works. We should walk in good works. God desires that we not only be saved and that we just get our fire insurance, but that we become sanctified, that we become a disciple. And so today, and as we continue also in this study of the 12 disciples, remember that we can be just like these 12 disciples. These men weren't anything special. They were simply sinners saved by grace that decided to follow Jesus Christ. And you can do the same thing as well. You can decide today to become a disciple. That means that you're going to have to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. That's what these men have done, and that's what you and I can do. We should daily decide, daily choose to live for the Lord, daily choose to be a disciple. So today, as we come to the second disciple, we see him here in John chapter number one. We're going to be looking at verse 44, and we're going to read into the end of the chapter just a few of these verses here. The Bible says, Now Philip was at Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip findeth Nathanael, and saith unto him, We have found him of whom Moses in the law and the prophets did write, Jesus of Nazareth the son of Joseph. And Nathanael said unto him, Can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? Philip saith unto him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and saith of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael saith unto him, Whence knowest thou me? Jesus answered and said unto him, Before that Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. Nathanael answered and said unto him, Rabbi, thou art the Son of God. 
thou art the king of Israel. Jesus answered and said unto him, because I, had, because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. And he saith unto him, Verily, say, verily, verily I say unto you, Hereafter ye shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Today I want you to notice just some things from the life of Nathaniel. I want to clear something up as well. This is going to be the first and only mention of Nathaniel until after the resurrection. He's kind of a behind-the-scenes disciple. And also, another disclaimer here is that in some of the list, when we compare Scripture with Scripture, you'll find that Nathaniel is also referred to as Bartholomew. Bartholomew. So, when you see those two names, just know that it's speaking of the same man, speaking of the same disciple, but we come here and we see that Philip, he was at Bethsaida. That was the hometown there of Andrew and Peter. And we see that Philip, he goes and he finds Nathaniel and he, he is brought to Jesus Christ. I want to say something. I'm thankful for the man, which was my dad, who brought me to Jesus Christ. I don't know who brought you to Jesus Christ. Maybe you were brought by a church member. Maybe you were brought by a family member. Maybe you were brought by a friend. They brought you to Jesus Christ. And aren't you thankful for their influence in your life and for their, their desire to bring you to Jesus Christ? Now, this is getting a little ahead of myself, but notice that a true disciple will be a soul winner. Philip here, he was a soul winner. He was bringing Nathaniel to Jesus Christ. Are you a soul winner today? Do you bring people to Jesus? Notice here, Nathaniel, he says, can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? You see, in the Jewish culture, especially at this time, Nazareth, it was just a little farm village. Really, it was, it was kind of synonymous with things of the world, sin. It was kind of an unclean city in the eyes of the Jewish people. Really, so when he says in his Jewish mind, can there any good thing come out of Nazareth? I mean, that's just what he had been taught. That's what he had believed. It, it's similar to uh, maybe you can think of a city in the United States that's got high crime, low morals. That's similar to what's going on here. And so we see his attitude. But then Philip, he says, come and see. Then notice this, verse 47, Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him. Jesus saw Nathaniel. This is such a blessing and an encouragement to me because Jesus sees you. When you feel that nobody else in this world sees you, the God of all heaven does. I'm reminded of the story of Zacchaeus. He climbed up into that sycamore tree and as Jesus walked up under it, he looked up and he saw him. He knew he was there. Friend, Jesus Christ knows exactly where you are. He knows your doubt. He knows that, that you say, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? He knows your unbelief, but he still desires a relationship with you. Notice here, Jesus, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom is no guile. Jesus knew what Nathaniel was thinking about himself. He knew that Nathaniel thought, oh, I, I, I'm good. I keep the law. I do, I do good things. And Jesus here, kind of in a, in a joking manner, 
says, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom is no guile. Of course, there was guile in him. But notice, Nathaniel, he says, Whence knowest thou me? Nathaniel's almost like, Oh, yeah, yeah, he's right. He's right about me. But, G- but Nathaniel doesn't know who he's talking to yet. He's talking to Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we see here that Nathaniel, Bartholomew, he comes into a direct contact with the all-knowing power of God. Notice this. Before that Philip called thee, when thou wast under the fig tree, I saw thee. This is amazing. Jesus knew where he was before Nathaniel knew that Jesus was in town. You realize that it doesn't matter where you are in your stage of life, whether you're committed to following Christ or if you're just got your fire insurance, you're saved, and you're just cruising. Jesus sees exactly where you are. He knows exactly where you are. He knows that you may be in church and you may be playing the game. He knows. He sees. We see the omniscience of the Lord. Then notice Nathaniel's response. Rabbi, that's teacher. Thou art the son of God. Thou art the king of Israel. Notice Nathaniel, when he came in contact with Jesus Christ, he knew there was something different about this man. This wasn't just another person. This was the, this was God, the God-man. Jesus Christ, God manifested in the flesh. And notice that Jesus, he says, that because I said unto thee, I saw thee under the fig tree, believest thou? Thou shalt see greater things than these. Jesus is telling Nathaniel, you think this was great. You just wait. You know, something that I'm encouraged with is that when we decide to surrender our lives and be a disciple of Jesus Christ and follow him, that he will do great and mighty works. And it's almost like every time he does something great, and you think, how can he do anything greater? He does something greater. A bigger miracle. The closer you get to Jesus, the more you see his hand at work. Friend, today, I encourage you. Take up your cross. Be a disciple. As we've looked at two disciples so far, let's make the decision to be a disciple of Jesus Christ today. I pray you have a great rest of your day, and we look forward to being with you again in the future. 